Remember the game Two Truths and a Lie? Well, we have created our own version of it called Two Retirement Truths and a Lie. We'll find out how much you know or don't know about planning for retirement. That and more on today's show. Ram Wealth Strategies presents Retiring Ready with Rochelle. Hey, welcome in, everyone. This is Retiring Ready with Rochelle. Rochelle Meldy is here. I'm Steve Siddall. Rochelle, of course, founder, president of Ram Wealth Strategies, helping people getting to and through retirement for a good long while. Uh, she has spent the early part of her career as a coach, a financial or a fitness coach, and has turned that into a financial coach. Uh, hey, Rochelle, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you today, Steve? Very, very well. I like this. Two truths and a lie. Uh, boy, those are, those are the days, huh? Yeah, it's uh, this will be a fun game, making it kind of a an adult retirement version of a game we used to play. <laughs> right, exactly. And uh, so let's just jump in. And and uh, so here's uh, here's three things. I can't depend solely on Social Security benefits to pay for my living expenses when retired. It's never too early to start saving for retirement. I don't need help with my plan because I can use an app for free and get the same information. <laughs> Well, I'm going to go with it's the I need don't need help with my plan. I can use an app for free that you were talking about robo advisors there. So that's the lie. Yep. Robo advisors can do some help. But really, you should sit down with a professional, a human uh, when planning something as important as your retirement. Sure. Uh, absolutely. So what's your take on robo advisors? I mean, is there a place for them? I think there could be a place for them. I think working with a robo-advisor with a human advisor is probably the smartest strategy, just okay. so you can kind of see how it goes. And if you like the the way that it works, you know, they work off of algorithms. They're limited with the scope of what they can actually do. Um, they can't make trades. If you need something to buy or sell, you know, quickly, that they're not going to be the advisor, uh, quote unquote, that can help you with that. You're still going to need a human for something. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it could be kind of fun to to tinker with that a little bit and just see if you like it. And yeah. if you don't, then you pull out, you still got your human advisor. Well, and I think, uh, you know, AI is certainly here to stay and that's certainly a form of that. So I guess we, you know, like you said, I think it might be fun to just experiment. Now, is that something that you rely on or not rely on? Is that something that you consult with? I mean, you know, like the algorithms, do you pay attention to that kind of thing? I have not worked with robo-advisors. Okay. That has not been a thing that I have done. Yeah, I don't blame you. I, you know, because again, there's something very impersonal about it. Well, the technology, artificial intelligence also, I mean, maybe it's scary to me because I don't know a lot about it. I haven't, you know, I have younger cousins and family members that are all about it. They explore it. They work in it. So they get it. Right. For me, I, I feel like, you know, I'm a little out of that younger age segment where I'm not embracing new technology as quickly as they are. <laughs> I'm not the early adopter, if you will. So I'm kind of just waiting to see how it goes. I think that's a wise move, Rochelle. All right, let's keep going here. Two truths and a lie. Men Medicare's free. I don't need to pay anything for health-related once I enroll. Medicare does not cover all medical expenses. You will spend more when you retire because of higher medical costs. Well, I think it's clear to figure out which one that is. Yeah, Medicare might not cost, uh, you know, Medicare Part A doesn't cost money upon enrollment, but health care costs can still be high in retirement. You know, Medicare doesn't necessarily cover all. Medicare Part B does have costs to it. Your supplementals have costs to it. Um, so, yeah, to think that you're not going to have any medical expenses is an absolute lie. So do you see that with people when they come in and they're, and they're just unclear about what Medicare covers and what it doesn't? 
Yeah, there's there, that is actually very often a truth. Okay. <laughs> like, it, it's complicated to understand what Medicare covers and doesn't cover. And I'm not an insurance expert as far as, you know, Medicare um, goes. I have someone that I work with on my team that I, you know, turn all of those questions over to because that's what they do day in and day out, right, is doing Medicare supplemental, what, how it works, how it operates, what's covered, what's not covered. Um, but, yes, most people come in and don't even know that there's a cost to Medicare Part B. They're not unsure of when to enroll. They don't know what kind of supplementals to get. You know, it's an alphabet with uh, Medicare. Oh, gosh, yes. C, D, E, F, G. I, there's so many options. Well, and we've just been inundated with the open enrollment and all of these uh, former athletes out there telling us how, what Medicare plan to pick. It's a little crazy. It is a little crazy. This is when you got to be careful not to do something just because someone else says to do it. Seek exactly. out a professional that can really help educate you on your options. And you are certainly that person. And folks, if you want to reach out to Rochelle, 877-807-1977 is how you get in touch. Two Truths and a Lie we're playing, having to do with retirement, retirement planning. Uh, here's one. I'm always going to be comfortable with the risk level I'm at. Emergency savings is different than borrowing from your 401k, and it's never too early to begin planning for retirement. I'm going to go with number one. Yeah. The risk tolerance is uh, not something you're going to be, uh, or it changes over time, right? So well, it has risk to. Tolerance, yeah. When you're younger, you've got a higher risk tolerance. When you get older and closer to retirement, you've got a really low risk tolerance. So, um, yeah, and risk tolerance can also be, you know, your risk capacity. How much risk are you able to take or comfortable taking. Mm -hmm. It's an assessment of the amount of loss you're willing to take, right? So if you're a more aggressive investor, you might have, you can have aggressive gains, but you've also got to be prepared for those aggressive losses. So having conversations about your risk tolerance with your advisor is a really, it's an important conversation to have. If they're not instigating that with you, then you need to definitely give them a call and um, have that conversation with them about where you should be at, you know, that where you are in the timeline of retirement. Sure. I mean, that's what it all comes down to. And and um, again, uh, so we're playing two truths and a lie. Uh, diversification and asset allocation are essentially the same thing. I should update my retirement plan periodically or retirement planning has both emotional and financial components. Which one's the lie? Yeah. So we're talking about diversification and asset allocation. Right. So they're different. They're, they're different, but but the same. Right. They're similar. Similar. Asset allocation, That's it, yeah. Right. It's the foundation. Uh, diversification builds the rooms of the blueprint. So your financial plan can be how you allocate, but diversification is, you know, where are you going to go? How many different types of assets are you going to have in your plan? Um, and while they're symbiotic, they are not necessarily the same thing. Asset allocation involves dividing your investments among different asset categories. So that's stocks, bonds, cash, uh, money market accounts, annuities, things like that. Diversification involves spreading your investments both among and within different asset classes. Okay. So, that, I mean, but those are the kinds of things that you do every day, day in, day out. We shouldn't, I mean, as a client, we're not going to worry about that because you're going to take care of it and you're going to consult us on what, where our risk level is and how diversified we need to be. Yeah, that's where you seek out professional help to, you know, decide the asset class allocations and how to diversify. What you should know is that, you know, you got to update your retirement plan periodically. Yes. Call someone to help. You call us, we'll help you. Um, and that you're going to obviously have experience that retirement planning has 
emotional components as well as financial components. Well, that emotional side of things is really an important piece to the puzzle. I mean, because that's, I would guess you spend a fair amount of time talking on that level to, with folks. Well, retirement planning is dreaming, right? So you've oh, yeah. got to get emotionally charged or emotionally invested in what you want your retirement to look like. It's just like any other goal that you've got. You know, when you're creating a plan to get towards something, when you're more emotionally invested in it, you're more likely to achieve it. Or, you know, and also with retirement, you know, dreaming about what your retirement could look like or what you want it to look like, and then being able to create a plan to make it happen is really rewarding. So emotions are almost critical um, to really knowing what you want, and then it's putting the plan together and being less emotional about making it happen. Sure. Um, and so uh, let's see, before we run out of time here, we've got more, two truths and a lie. I'll be able to save enough for retirement. A Roth is pre-taxed, so you don't have to worry about being taxed when withdrawing your capital in retirement. And you don't need a lot of money to begin the process of planning for retirement. Yeah. So this yeah. one is really interesting. Saving for retirement is something that over 55% of Americans feel they are behind on. Wow. But it is still possible to save enough for retirement with the help of a financial planner. So, you know, you don't need a lot of money to begin the process. You, what you do need to do is begin the process. That really is really is it, isn't it? And and as you say, it's never too late. But uh, you know, the sooner the better, obviously. And I, and I think for a lot of folks, that that time that they get motivated is right around fifty years old. And that's the good news because that's where you really shine because you help take us from that acquisition mode to that distribution mode. Yep, that's it's a good age when people really do start looking at it, whether they're like, uh oh, I haven't saved enough, or okay, I've saved some, now I need to start looking at how I'm going to utilize what I'm saving. Sure. And um, so as we look at this, uh, let, let, we've got more. Two truths and a lie. Tax planning is a huge component of a comprehensive plan. The younger you retire, the more you risk running out of money. A 401k is not a retirement plan in and of itself. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Well... <laughs> Assuming you plan well, you shouldn't have to worry about your retirement and a financial planner advisor can help you build in that guaranteed lifetime income into your plan. Mm -hmm. So tax planning is a huge component of a comprehensive plan. Uh, the younger you retire, the more risk you know you have running out of money. And a yes. 401k is is a retirement plan. So, you know, you've you've got some some pieces to the puzzle here where Working with somebody is just going to really help you create the guaranteed income that you need so that you don't have to worry about at what age you retire, right? As long as you've got a plan put together, then you shouldn't run out of money. Right. Uh, and again, tax planning, that does become a big part of it. And, and we're all talking about taxes right now. We're getting at the end of the year and, you know, things are things can change. All right. Two truths and a lie. Um, a fiduciary makes decisions with your best interest in mind. You can create a plan that involves guaranteed income for life. I need a million dollars to retire. Well, uh, a fiduciary does make decisions with your best interest in mind, and you can absolutely create a plan that involves guaranteed income for life. So the lie there is that you need a million dollars to retire. Um, you know, that's a simple concept to say, okay, if I have a million dollars, that's going to afford me, you know, this much money. But really, that's the, it, that magic number is different for everybody. So sitting down with an advisor or professional 
can help you determine what that number is for you mm-hmm. so that you can generate that guaranteed income for life. I like it. And uh, on that note, we do need to take a break, Rochelle. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call and come on back and continue our conversation. Yeah, a lot of our listeners have said that they feel like they're saving really well, but they're still concerned about market volatility and having enough to last through retirement. Making sure that folks have an income plan that will last their entire life is what drives us. It's what we're good at because it's what we do day in and day out. So if you call here in the next 30 minutes, we'll offer a no-cost, no-obligation financial review for you. This analysis will include a fee report and risk assessment to help you recognize unnecessary losses in your portfolio and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. Secondly, we'll perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. We'll also develop a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies which could strengthen your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning for you. So give us a call here in the next 30 minutes. There's a comprehensive financial review, complimentary, no obligation waiting for you. Hey, that's the goal here at the show, folks, is to help you make the best decision for you. So if you've got questions about what we're talking about today, maybe how it applies in your own situation, give us a call, 877-807-1977, 877-807-1977. A quick break. We're going to come back and continue our conversation here on Retiring Ready with Rochelle. When we come back, we'll explore a number of retirement-related questions that begin with the word when. We're back on Retiring Ready with Rochelle. Rochelle Meldy is here. Rochelle is making a career out of helping folks getting to and through retirement, taking her skills as a fitness coach and applying them as a financial coach. And the two are, are very much similar, aren't they? Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Coaching people in different ways, but also making dreams come true. Oh, sure. Oh, I guess for you know, you know, as a fitness coach, you did that too. I mean, you talked about health and wellness. We talked about a lot of things when you get into the fitness arena, because when people start losing weight, their bodies start changing. It brings out a lot of emotional stuff, too. So, Oh, yeah. Just um, like retirement planning. Just like <laughs> retirement planning. We had many, many breakthroughs. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, I enjoy it. And so this is good. I love these questions. So these are the kinds of questions I think that we all walk around with. And, and again, having the opportunity to sit down with you uh, and, and just be able to run through these questions would be really great. Um, and that's what that's what you're offering, folks, a chance to come on in and sit down and do that. Uh, one of the when questions, uh, when should I start taking Social Security? Big question and a bigger decision. Yeah, that's a big question for a lot of people. Um, You know, there's different ages that you actually can start taking them, right? You can start receiving Social Security benefits as early as 62, but not before then. Um, Most people will reach full retirement age at this point, um, usually at 67, but somewhere between 66 or 67, depending on your year of birth. But you can also delay Social Security benefits until age 70 to get the higher monthly benefit amount. Um, But that's it. So the range is from 62 to 70 and anywhere in between the two. And figuring out when to take it and what to do with Social Security um, is a really helpful conversation to have with an advisor because you can actually look at, you know, kind of a for lack of a better word, but a spreadsheet of, okay, here's how much income we have. This is how much we're going to have to take from this account or that account. And if we add Social Security to it, is that going to pop us up into another tax bracket or should I take it? Should my wife take it at the same time? There's just 
all of those questions about when come into play and it's really important to get with the professional to help make those decisions especially as a couple if there's any age discrepancy at all or any age difference it i mean again that makes all that can make all the difference that could be that could make tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars difference it can and if you don't have you know a pension set up with survivorship then we have to look at you know if you're worried about your spouse not having enough money if you pass away then social security might be one way that you can create survivorship for your spouse. So yes, absolutely. There's a lot of things to think about with that. It's helpful to get it all out on paper so that you can just see it all so that you know what decision to make. Absolutely. And then here's another when question. When should I start withdrawing money from my retirement accounts? I mean, we know how much social security is going to be, so we know that income. But then with our other money that we've saved, how, how do we know when we start taking that? And and what's is there is are there multiple strategies there? Definitely multiple strategies here. This one, again, I feel like I answer most of these questions with it's, it depends on the person, right? Sure. Everybody's, it's an individual situation, but it, it really is true. You know, there are some people that when they retire, they're going to start withdrawing from their retirement accounts, whether it's a 401k, their IRA, a pinch, whatever, immediately, right? There are other people that are strategizing, okay, I don't need this money until I have to take money out. I want it to grow as much as possible. I'm not going to start taking money out until I have to take my required minimum distributions. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it runs the gamut and it's figuring out how much money do you need? Like, what is your, what are your income needs and what is the best strategy? Should you delay? Should you take right away? Should you convert, you know, do a Roth conversion on some to help save on taxes? Because maybe if you delay until you have to take RMDs, that's another 10 years of growth. You might have a really large sum of money in your account mm -hmm. and now you have to take a larger RMD and it might pop you up into another, another tax bracket. So always good to just sort of lay all of this out, as you said, and, and it becomes, you know, this puzzle that you really enjoy helping people put together. Yeah. So this what we're talking about is the, you know, questions that have to do with when, but you also have to play the what if game. So it's the when and what if they kind of okay. go hand in hand. Sure. And then uh, when do I downsize or do I? I think that's a that's a struggle. I think people struggle with that sometimes. You know, they've been in the house for 30 or 40 years. It's tough to leave. Yeah. And in that regard, there's kind of more of an emotional connection to it. Um, and that value can be really important. And, you know, that the option of downsizing maybe isn't one. And again, this is a really individual question or, you know, because do you need to downsize? Do you not need to downsize? When is the timing, you know, right for that? It could be that the downsizing option comes when you're you know, in your 80s, and it, you don't need to do it before then. But then, you know, the, the other question is, do you live in a two story house? I know in Arizona, most are we're ranch style. So we're single story. But if you're in a two story house, and you're getting older, those stairs can become pretty dangerous, mm -hmm. and not not fun to have to climb up. Um, so that in that case, it might be not necessarily downsizing, but making a lateral move into something that's a single story home. So again, it's looking at your retirement income, what your needs are, the expense of the home, if you need to downsize or if you don't, what all of that would look like. Do you have enough equity in your house? You can pay cash for something else. You know, the real estate market right now is um, it's a bit crazy. It's softening right now. So let's and let's hope interest rates go down. So this next year, maybe there's some better options. Sure. All right. 877-807-1977. We're going through a number of questions about when uh, regarding retirement. And, and um, so this one, I mean, this is just very arbitrary, but when should I consider retiring? I guess that's up to us, isn't it? I mean, that's the, that's the question you ask us. 
It's totally up to you. Yep. And that is a big question. That's uh, one of the first questions that are asked is when do you want to retire? And a lot of times the answers are, I'm not really sure. I enjoy my job. Sometimes I get that I'm going to keep working until I absolutely physically can't do it. And other times it's, you know, that the person does have a specific age and they're timing it with their spouse so that they can still be, you know, physically functional, go out and travel and enjoy the retirement. So that conversation is really dependent on everybody's financial situation, right? Do you have enough saved? Um, your personal preferences, uh, meaning, you know, do you want to keep working? Do you not want to keep working? And then career goals. You know, some people really, really, really enjoy what they do and they don't want to go anywhere. That may be professors at a university that have, you know, a grant that they want to finish and they've got three to five more years on that. So again, really individual, mm -hmm. but we can sit down and at least a lot of times what I'll do with people is create like a baseline retirement. So it's like, okay, let's strategize for retirement at age 66. Okay. And if we can create a plan for you to retire at 66 and you decide that when you get to 66, you want to continue working, then you're it's icing on the cake, but you know that you could retire at 66. So that's your benchmark of, you know, getting to that point. And then we just rework the plan. If mm -hmm. they decide at age 65 or 66, they still don't want to retire. Then we have another conversation and push the benchmark a little bit further. And we've had this conversation before, Rochelle, uh, talking about long-term care. And because we are living longer, more of us are going to need long-term care. And I mean, if you're a couple, uh, chances are one or the other or both are going to need it at some point. Yeah. And when should you start planning for long-term care? Is yeah, now. that's the question. You know? Now, right now. <laughs> I think I think now is, you know, because if you don't have enough money that you could purchase something with like a lump sum of, of money um, that can continue to grow, then you need to start putting money into a long-term care policy so that it is funded enough so that you can utilize it when you need it. Because, you know, you've, the time horizon for long-term care, utilizing it, right, is going to be later in life. We hope you don't ever have to use it. But if you do, it's likely going to happen in your 80s or 90s, right? Sure, so sure. if you start looking at it in your 50s and even early 60s, you have enough time for that to grow and be a really solid you know, plan for you. If you keep delaying it until you actually need it, then you're you're going to be separated from your own savings to pay for your own long-term care. Oof, I don't like the sound of that. And again, the insurance industry has really risen to the occasion with long-term care. I mean, they know as much as we know that it's it's a problem and it needs to be handled. And again, with some of the annuity products, some of the life insurance products, I mean, they can really help get you through that. Yeah, they can help a lot. You can also utilize, um, there's some annuity products that have income riders on them. So they generate a guaranteed stream of income for life with survivorship, all mm -hmm. of that. And some of those often have a, like a wellness, uh, wellness multiplier. So in the event that you do need uh, assisted living or uh, care, they will increase the payment that they pay out. So I have a client who recently was put into um, a memory care facility. Her income was $60,000 a year. Now, because of her impairment, she's eligible to double that income so she can actually get paid $120,000 a year. And that alone covers the expense of the memory care facility. So it's it's fantastic. Wow. What a relief for the family. I mean, you know, we've all dealt with those situations. And, and what a relief to have that kind of just reassurance that everything's going to be OK. Yeah, it's it it 
felt really good. It yeah. was great that we could get her into the best facility that, that there was, and money was not an issue. Nice. I like it. Uh, so when do we start planning our estate? When do we start estate planning? And long before you need it, hopefully. Uh, for sure. <laughs> um, estate planning, I think, is something that could be done as soon as possible. That There's not really an age on it. You know, if you own property and you have kids, it's probably a good idea to start looking at estate planning and putting a trust together, um, if not just a will. But naming beneficiaries on all of your retirement accounts, your life insurance policies, all of those things are really important. Um, but, you know, if you've got kids and you've got a legacy to leave to them, having a trust is really helpful to avoid probate and taxes and all the, the rigmarole of, you know, losing somebody, if it's kind of put together and sealed up in a package, then they can have more time to emotionally grieve and feel, you know, the loss as opposed to having to deal with money. I've seen it so many times where spouses lose their partners and there wasn't anything constructed. There's no clear, concise, like, here's what we have. And they had to spend that time post-death dealing with money and it's awful it just prolongs the grieving process and it's stressful and so yes if you can make that easier for people that you leave behind it's it's all the better and you have relations with or relationships with uh, um, estate planning attorneys that you can help guide us there and, and and work with us on that on that level absolutely yep Eight seven seven eight zero seven one nine seven seven is the number. In fact, uh, Rochelle, we're up against the clock again. Let's take a break and uh, come back, and we will pick it up right here. All right, we'll open up the phone lines again. We've got a few spaces left on the calendar. We've been saving them for all of you who call in in the next 30 minutes. Uh, we're going to be offering a no-cost, no-obligation, comprehensive financial review. It's going to indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan or just a few tweaks here and there. Uh, first, we'll look at your statements and help you to figure out what it's costing you to work with either your current plan or your advisor. Those fees can sneak in on you. Sometimes people just don't know how much it's costing them to be in uh, working with the advisor they're working with. Next, we're going to look at your risk capacity and make sure that it matches your investments. It's important, you know, based on your age, your goals, and your lifestyle that all of that matches. And sometimes that does need to be recalibrated. This could be the time that it needs to be looked at. We'll look at Social Security and help you figure out when it might be best to start taking those benefits. And if you're already taking those benefits, we can help you figure out just what to do with them. And then finally, we'll create a customized lifetime income strategy using techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of retirement planning for you. So for all who call in the next 30 minutes, that's you. No cost, no obligation, comprehensive review is waiting for you. That's exactly right. We're giving you the opportunity to do that review. As Rochelle just said, no cost, no obligation. You can find out how much risk you're really taking. You can see what you're paying in fees or commissions. Let Rochelle take a deep dive and find out for you potential tax liability. And of course, there's finding security in a lifetime retirement income plan that includes maximizing your Social Security benefit. If you want to take advantage of this complimentary review, it starts with a phone call, 877-807-1970. 877-807-1977. We are going to take a break. We've got more to talk about on Retiring Ready with Rochelle. It happens right after this. A tumultuous market and rising interest rates are just two of the many things Americans are concerned about today. When it comes to retirement, we've put together a list of things that could be on your worry list. Good news, though, we've got some suggestions to help ease the stress.
We're back. Retiring Ready with Rochelle. Rochelle Meldy is here. I'm Steve Sadal having a great conversation today. We're covering some pretty interesting ground. Some of it just going back to basics, like all the questions about when. And again, we're going to dig into some more of that. You know, and, and you said the worry list. So, we, yeah, I think we all have one of those. And um, so insufficient savings. I think we all, you know, no matter how much we've saved, we probably don't think it's enough. Yeah, you know that it's funny. There, uh, people with uh, multiple seven-figure accounts often will think that they don't have enough money, as well as the person who's only got a couple hundred thousand dollars saved. So I think we're kind of just bred to believe that we don't have enough, and that's another reason why it's so important to sit down with a professional so that you can actually line item everything out and put pen to paper and and put a plan together so that you can see yes, you do have enough or no, you don't have enough. So sitting down with an advisor with enough time, you know, that you can impact your retirement, create some change. So if you don't have enough saved, you can, you still have enough time to save. And then if you do have enough saved, enough time to even let that money continue to grow so that, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, you're absolutely going to be okay. Sure. And, and again, as we, as we do that, um, we can, we can, work with you to be able to increase the savings and it may not be as bad as you think. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, you know, every person's individual, but saving is not going to be this huge financial outlay for you. You know, if Mm -hmm. if you don't have enough saved and you're a low wage earner, you know, like teachers, they do not get compensated. Well, thank God they've got a pension, but a lot of times that's not enough. So it's how can we supplement that? You're not going to be saving a thousand dollars a month. We're going to start slowly, but over time, we're going to gradually increase that so that you do have a really solid nest egg. I like it, and uh, we've kind of gone through healthcare costs pretty, pretty, pretty good today already. We've also talked a lot about Social Security. Um, let's get into market volatility because that is something that we have zero control over, but it can certainly be a big worry. Oh, yeah, this is the biggest worry, I think, especially when you're getting closer to retirement, because, you know, if there's a, a big economic don- downturn or the financial markets, you know, take a big dip, that impacts your retirement. And, you know, if you get a big chunk of change out of those retirement accounts, it could push your retirement date. It could mean that you're not going to retire when you want to retire. So, you know, and there's always those strange global anomalies that impact the economy. You know, I don't think any of us were really banking on COVID happening and then it did. And, you know, that, that took a huge, that huge impact on the financial markets. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you were planning on retiring in 2020, you probably didn't retire in 2020. You've had to stick around for a little bit longer and see what happened and get those accounts to come back. I have a client I talked to a couple of weeks ago. He said, you know, I'm planning on working Uh, an extra year now because of the losses I had suffered in my account. I think one more year I can get them back up to where they need to be. But then what happens if in a year after his retirement, the markets, you know, crash again and he's Mm -hmm. back in the same position that he was before. It takes a lot more growth to overcome the loss. So that's, again, a really good reason to sit with the professional to figure out, you know, do you need to have some balance in your portfolio where you've got some guaranteed income in there so that those market fluctuations don't impact your retirement as dramatically. And as the year winds down, we're, we're looking out there and, and uh, trying to decide, you know, what we can do. But it's also a great time to, to really start putting your goals on paper and, and setting up a meeting with you the first part of the year to go over those goals and see if we can put it in place. Absolutely. Yep. It's a great time. I'm not... 
a huge fan of using New Year's resolutions. Right. Um, owning a gym, I had a lot of experience with that. I'll you know, bet you did. You, for Christmas, you might buy a treadmill and you're all gung-ho about it for your New Year's resolution. And by February 1st, that thing is the most expensive clothes hanger you've ever purchased in your life. Exactly. Boy, don't we so, know that? <laughs> right. So New Year's resolutions, it's really great to get started in a new year. Um, and goal setting and, and planning for sure. So I, I would invite everyone to give a call to schedule that just to make sure that you're, you know, on track for what your retirement looks like. It, it never hurts to have a second opinion. Absolutely. And uh, let's see, longevity and outliving retirement savings. Boy, that is, I think, everyone's biggest fear is running out of money before we run out of life. Yeah, because we are living longer. You know, yes, medical technology are. is keeping us alive longer. And, um, you know, we've got pretty solid community where, you know, people enjoy each other and they're happy and they don't want to go to the next life. So, yeah, outliving your retirement savings is, is a big fear. I think that's kind of like, you know, do I have enough money saved to last me my entire life? And those questions can be answered by sitting with somebody, a professional that knows, you know, how to put these things into a plan, put it into a spreadsheet so that you can see, you know, based on all of these what if contingencies, right? Mm hmm. Right. Will you have enough money? Will you? And uh, hopefully the answer is yes. And one of the ways that we can ensure we have enough money or at least, you know, money to do what we want to do is we got to get rid of the debt before we get to retirement and, and specifically any kind of consumer debt. For sure. Consumer debt is brutal. You know, 25 to 30 percent interest rates on those cards. I mean, it's it's awful. If you can't get those under control, then you'll have them for life. And it's really tough. So yeah, absolutely. Getting off that, getting, paying down that student loan or the consumer debt is really important. Um, potentially paying off your mortgage, student loans, anything just so that you have fewer expenses in retirement is always helpful. And uh, inflation certainly has uh, reared its ugly head in, uh, in recent past. And although it has calmed it down some, it's still up from what it was. And so are the prices. Yeah. And that is tough. You know, that when things cost more money to buy, the money that you saved in the past doesn't have as strong purchasing power, right? So it's going to go a lot faster. So are you going to need to save more money if the cost of inflation continues to rise year after year? Again, this is, you know, something where working with an advisor is really helpful so that you've got, you know, enough retirement accounts or savings accounts, investment accounts that can outpace inflation. Sure. Um, and uh, th that's all because you have to include inflation in every plan. I mean, it's, it's just you have to do that. You were doing it before the inflation went crazy, uh, you know, a year and a half ago. Yeah. And there are um, some products out there as far as, you know, like guaranteed income products that have inflation riders on them is what they're called. So they actually have an increasing income that can pay out each year to try and at least keep pace with inflation. So sure. there are some options so that you can mitigate the the impact of inflation. It's tough though, because you don't anticipate any year being an eight to 9% inflationary year like it was last year. Those are, those are hard years to get by. So that's again, a contingency plan. You got to know that you've got a plan in place in case something like that happens. Sure. And, and again, in dealing with that, you know, because nobody could really see it coming, you just have to, you just have to adapt and be flexible in your plan. Yep, it's true. But it, man, it's tough when you go to the grocery store and you're like, how did that just cost $100? Yeah, I know. 
and yeah. and I think people are are you know really getting uh, are still worried about all of that. And um, so I, we talked about this in the last segment. Let's touch on it a little bit as we wind up this one. Uh, but that, that's estate planning and and the importance of that and and long term care. And that long term care one is the one that is kind of interesting to me just because there's so many different options that than there used to be. I think about, you know, my grandmother and, and what my mom had to go through with all of that. It wasn't pleasant. And today, it could have been very, very different. Yeah. I mean, you talk about your grandmother. My grandmother lived to be 100. She wow. literally died, I think, a week, a week and a half after her 100th birthday. I kept telling her she had to live to 100, and she did. And then she was like, OK, I'm out of here. OK, done. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, she was also um, mentally 100 percent. She never lost any of her cognition. She had a great memory. Um, she could tell stories and loved all of her grandchildren, all 36 of us. Wow. Um, yeah, That's she had a family nine, she, right there. She had nine kids. She was going after it. She yeah. created a legacy of humans that really love each other. Nice. But she she couldn't see. She had pretty much lost her vision, and she was wheelchair-bound. And so lucky enough, she had nine children. I'm not suggesting you have nine children for a long-term care strategy, but um, my Uncle Chuck took care of her for many, many, many years. Not everyone has a family that can you know, have a family member that is basically devoted to the care of somebody until they pass away. And it's very stressful. It's a lot of work. It's hard mentally on the caretaker. So having a long-term care plan in place is really important. And if you, you know, it's important, it was important for us that grandma didn't go into a home. So we wanted her at home. There are long-term care plans where it it doesn't matter what, where the person goes. You can go into assisted living or you can have home health care. They're going to pay out the dollar amount regardless of how you spend it. Nice. So, and, so are, that, you know, and that money goes to you, not to the facility, right? I mean, so it's you can spend it as, as you see fit. Correct. There are facilities that will offer long-term care plans, but they're specific to that facility. Mm -hmm. um, if you're not wanting to be specific to a facility and you want to have options, then, you know, you have to look into your own standalone long-term care insurance policy. And yes, that money gets paid out directly to the policy owner. Um, and then you can decide how you spend it and where you spend it. All right. Because I know sometimes, uh, you know, like with a... Um uh, you know, a, a home warranty, you got to pay it up front and you get reimbursed, but you don't have to deal with any of that in, in most cases. In most cases, no, it's not a reimbursement plan. It's just going to be a, a monthly sum that you're going to get and you get to write the checks to wherever they need to go. Perfect. And again, on that note, let's wrap it up for this segment, uh, Rochelle, and invite folks to call. Yeah, a lot of our listeners have said they feel like they're saving well, but they're still concerned about market volatility and having enough money to last through retirement. And making sure that folks have an income plan that will last their entire life is what drives us. It's what we're really good at. It's what we do day in and day out. So if you call here in the next 30 minutes, we will offer you a no-cost, no-obligation financial review. This analysis will include a fee report and risk assessment to help you recognize unnecessary losses in your portfolio and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. Second, we will perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. We will also develop a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies, which could strengthen your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning for you. So give us a call here in the next 30 minutes. There is a comprehensive financial review, absolutely complimentary with no obligation waiting for you. 
It's a great opportunity, folks, to come on in, sit down, get a financial roadmap put together. Rochelle is there for you to take that complex financial world and turn it into something that well, just makes sense. Here's your chance to get a true, practical financial review. So if you're listening, call us, 877-807-1977. Call in the next half hour. You get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are right now. But most importantly, you end up with a roadmap that can help get you, help guide you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 877-807-1977. That's 877-807-1977. We are going to take one more quick break and back with another segment here on Retiring Ready with Rochelle. It's that time again where we hear from the listeners and what's on their minds. And we're back on Retiring Ready with Rochelle. I'm Steve Siddall. Rochelle, of course, is a founder and president of Ram Wealth Strategies. You can find more about her and Ram Wealth Strategies at ramwealthstrategies.com. That's Ram, R-A-M, wealthstrategies.com. Check out that website. It's very thorough. And, and again, as we wind up the year, uh, how are you feeling about the market? How are you feeling about things as, as a year overall? Well, I mean, I think it's been an up and down, a lot like an EKG, which can cause a lot of stress and some heart palpitations. Yes. You know, we see some recovery where there's some rebound and the market's gone up. And then, you know, the week after that, it's back down again. So it's still pretty sketchy and volatile, but we're about to enter into an election year and hopefully that will stabilize some of this volatility. Well, I mean, you know, you look at the market in the last couple of weeks, it's, uh, I mean, you're in near record territory, uh, but at the same time, it doesn't feel that different. Yeah, it's it's hard. And I remember last year, you know, there were poorer than expected results in the market around this time of year. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll just see what happens during the holiday season. You know, do people have the money to spend at Christmas time, or is there going to be kind of a little bit of a pullback? All right. Well, I guess time will tell. And uh, folks, if you want to sit down with Rochelle, 877-807-1977. Let's jump into a couple of questions here. Uh, Lucas is up first. Uh, he is in Scottsdale. Lucas says, I have close to a million dollars in tax-deferred funds. I'm 54. Would it be possible to spend down before RMDs kick in, or would conversions to my Roth, uh, Roth in my early 60s be best? Well, he's asking some good questions. Some really good questions. Um, so yeah, Lucas, uh, possible spending down before RMDs kick in for sure. I would not spend down now. You're only 54. You're going to get a penalty from the IRS of 10% if you withdraw before 59 and a half. Um, also have to look at, you know, if you want to convert to a Roth, making sure that you don't convert too much of an amount to increase or trigger a large tax bill. Also know whether or not you're under or over the threshold of being able to open up a Roth um, as far as income is concerned. So you might not be able to do that until you do actually retire and reduce your income. Um, and then also because you're so young, you won't have to take RMDs at this point with the Secure Act 2.0 until you're 75. So you've got quite a bit of time um, to decide this. Converting over to a Roth in your early 60s definitely gives you enough of a time horizon to hold those accounts for five years so that you do get the tax breaks on it. Um, but again, you got to ask yourself questions. You know, how much income do you need in retirement? Uh, what will your retirement income be in with like Social Security? And I don't know if you've got a pension or anything else like that. 
and um, what will your RMD requirements be if we play the what if game on the 1 million in 20 years from now, Mm -hmm. you know, that might be a huge tax liability to worry about. So it's good that you're looking at this. I think you've got options. It's just strategizing those options. You got to look at it pen to paper and look at all options that you've got to figure out which one feels best to you. Or maybe it's a combination of doing a couple different things. And and again, he's 54 years old. He's got a great time horizon ahead of him and, and could make that decision. So again, he seems, yeah, good for you. Uh, yep. Lucas, give us a call, 877-807-1977. And uh, let's see, Faye is in Verapo. Uh, she says, my husband and myself earn a combined household income of nearly 200000 We both max out our 401ks and have done so for the last two decades. Wow. Are we allowed to open a Roth IRA for each of us? Now, I've heard some folks say that we are not eligible to open one. Any input is much appreciated. Yeah, there are rules with Roths, aren't there? There are rules with Roths, and it's about your modified adjusted gross income. So the limit, if you're a married couple filing jointly, is that your combined income must be less than $228,000 for 2023. I think that threshold increases for 2024 just a little bit. Um, but this is going to be a question because you guys are pretty close to that threshold. Because in figuring out what your modified adjusted gross income, you have to actually put some of the deductions that you've taken out of your tax liability. So if you've only paid taxes and your income showed that you made 200,000, but you actually took some deductions, some of that gets put back in. So you might be over the threshold. I would, um, I'd say I would consult your accountant on this one and just make sure that you guys are eligible to open up a Roth because if you contribute to Roth and you, uh, don't meet eligibility requirements, um, it can just be a pain to deal with it. As long as you can close the accounts and take a withdrawal on the original investment, any gains you've made within that tax year, then you don't have to worry about it. Otherwise, there's a 6% um, penalty on the investments every year that you leave it in there. So not really worth paying the 6%. Sure, I agree. And uh, Faye, call us, 877-807-1977. Archie's in Cave Creek, and he is wondering, I'm 57, married, no other dependents, and planning to retire in 10 years. I've been self-managing plans and funds for decades, and I'm comfortable with my plan and my practice. I wanted to create a relationship with someone who could step in on topics I'm unsure about and help to manage the portfolio, make regular disbursements to my wife as to make sure she is set for life. Any chance you think you could get her fired up about this? Archie, yes, this is exactly (laughs) what I do. I love this. And getting your wife fired up about a retirement plan, that is uh, not hard to do. So, you know, we can sit down with you and your wife and have a conversation about what retirement looks like for the two of you and what you both want. And it sounds like we might need to focus a little bit more of our attention on her, um, you know, to get her fired up about retirement because you've been the one that's been planning, right? So Archie's taking care of their, their retirement nest egg. And now it's time he wants to get his wife involved and make sure that she's set up for life. So this is survivorship and also really important to look about. So, Um, absolutely. We can create a plan for your needs and make sure she's set for life without a shadow of a doubt. So give us a call. Absolutely. He seems fairly knowledgeable, but I also think he's smart because he's asking for help. Yes, that's true. And now he's looking for help too in some of the investment strategies. So he's, he's done a really good job building the nest egg. 
Um, and now he wants to make sure that what he's done gets preserved, which is very smart. Very, very admirable. 877-807-1977. Archie, give us a call. Edith is in Gilbert. Uh, she says, I've been contributing to a target date retirement fund in my Roth IRA. I recently started a job at a company that provides a 401k match. Now, I tried Googling, but it was unable to find any definitive answer. Is there some kind of law or rule against contributing to the same target date fund in an IRA and 401k? If not, is it even a good idea? Idea. Uh, this is a good question. So the the answer is there's no law or rule against contributing to the same target date fund in any retirement accounts. Those that's your choice. You get to as long as it's available in the 401k, then you know you could absolutely contribute to that same fund in your Roth and your 401k. Um, the one thing about target date funds that is really cool is that they kind of take the thinking process out of. Uh, reallocating, right? It's not quite a robo-advisor, but they automatically will reallocate investment holdings as you get older so that you've got that, you know, ratio of stocks to bonds, um, which are a little bit more appropriate as you get closer to retirement. Sometimes though, those target date funds can be expensive. So that's something to also look at. And then I would also suggest if you've got your 401k and your Roth invested in the same fund, you've got all your eggs in the same basket, so if that target fund doesn't produce really good results for you or good results for you, that means all of your retirement money isn't getting those results. So it might be a good idea to diversify, um, maybe put your 401k money into that target and play with your Roth or, or vice versa. All right, 877-807-1977. Rochelle, this has been a really fun show, super fast-paced. And, and again, great information. Let's take one more break and, and uh, invite folks to call. Yeah, we'll open up those phone lines again. Um, for all who call in the next 30 minutes, we're offering a no-cost, no-obligation, comprehensive financial review. It's going to indicate whether or not you're in need of a full-blown financial plan or just a few tweaks here and there. Uh, first, we'll look at your statements and help you figure out what it's costing you to work with either your current plan or your advisor. Uh, next, we will look at your risk capacity and make sure that it matches your investments. Uh, we wanna make sure that that risk capacity or risk tolerance is in line with your age, your goals, and your lifestyle. And sometimes that needs to be recalibrated. This could be the time that it needs to be recalibrated. We'll look at social security and help you figure out when it might be best to start taking those benefits. And if you're already taking them, we'll just help you figure out what to do with them. And finally, we'll create a customized lifetime income strategy using techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of retirement planning for you. So for all who call in the next 30 minutes, there's a no cost, no obligation, comprehensive review waiting for you. That sounds great, Rochelle. That's why we're giving you the opportunity to review your individual circumstances. As Rochelle says, there's no cost. There's no obligation. What kinds of things will you find out? Well, we were talking about them today. What about risk? Do you know how much you're taking? Red flags might be a problem for you down the line. Rochelle can help out. Do you really know how much you're paying in fees or commissions? And what about potential tax liability? And of course, finding security in a lifetime retirement income plan that includes maximizing that very important social security benefit. If you want to take advantage of this complimentary review, call us today, 877-807-1977. That's 877-807-1977. Rochelle, as always, a pleasure, and it was one of my favorite hours of the week. It goes by so quickly, and I love your insight. 
Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's always a lot of fun. Happy holidays to all of our listeners. Enjoy this beautiful weather that we've got. This is why we live in Arizona is to be here at this time. During the show, Rochelle Meldy provides general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and products or services should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory services. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Ram Wealth Strategies. By contacting Ram Wealth Strategies, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.